Welcome back to Simply Meds by Your Life. I'm Ashley Middleton, certified holistic nutritionist and practicing transformational wellness coach. Here on this podcast, we talk all things wellness and nutrition for your mind, body, and spirit. Now, we are a week into Black History Month, and if you followed me on social media for a while and you're not new to who I am as a whole person, you already know that in addition to nutrition, I am very vocal about racial inequities and injustice, and I would not be me if I didn't use this platform to continue the conversation, okay? I'm a firm believer that black history is in fact American history, right? And there is entirely too much history and not enough month. So this conversation has to continue beyond these 28 days. Um, But during this month, we have more eyes, right? We have more eyes and ears that we normally would not have, kind of like 2020. People had time on their hands, right? So they could care about the issues of racial injustice. Um, And that's kind of like what happens every February. People's eyes and ears are open a little bit more. So let's take this opportunity to educate and enlighten, but let's also not take for granted the fact that we are always growing. So let's stretch ourselves a little bit personally, right? Let's stretch ourselves so that we can learn because as the saying goes, when we know better, we do better. And this month, I want to talk about wellness in the black community, but um, we, we can't talk about wellness without talking about food. And we absolutely cannot talk about food in the black community without talking about things like slavery access, economics, education, medical access, right? That's a huge one Um, because there's so much bottled into this issue. And to be honest with you, it frustrates me to no end because like many things in our community, our experience has been shaped by so much that is out of our control. And I know you're probably saying, hold up, wait a minute. But aren't you, Ashley, the accountability person? Like, you're that person that says, take control and do the damn thing. Yes, that is me. But I'm also not so naive to know that there are larger issues at play. And there are people who actually do not have access to food and resources that will support them. All we have to do is take one look at the politics around the pandemic and we can see how we can be influenced by a larger, more powerful group of people, regardless on your stance on the pandemic. It's it's obvious that there are bigger things at play here. And that's exactly how I feel about wellness when it comes to the Black community. Black Americans have received the short end of the stick when it comes to this topic since we were loaded on slave ships and brought to this country. We were literally given the scraps of everything and forced to make something out of nothing. And we did. We did that. We created soul food. And that's something that a lot of Black people look on in their life and in their childhood with, you know, with love and admiration because it brought us together. 
trust me, don't get me wrong. Like I love soul food. I will not villainize soul food, right? We just have to find ways to make it so that it is supporting us rather than hurting us because we don't have to use those scraps anymore, right? We can think of new ways to make things healthy for us. I love traditional soul food. And as a kid, my mother could never get me to eat macaroni and cheese, baked macaroni and cheese. I hated it. I love the box. I know somebody out there is, you know, you, you're with me. I know you are. But now here I am as an adult and I'm looking for ways to make a healthier version of macaroni and cheese because I love it so much. And like I said, our circumstances have changed as a people, as a community, right? We are no longer forced to eat in those ways, but we're still finding ourselves in very similar nutritional situations because of the economic conditions in our neighborhoods. The lack of access to fresh fruits and vegetables, the insane amount of convenience and liquor stores and fast food restaurants that literally invade our neighborhoods, and the grocery stores that are very few and far between. I was listening to um, a podcast And the speaker said something so profound. And they said, over time, trauma begins to look like culture. The effects of the trauma that our ancestors have faced has now become culture that we identify with that is literally, slowly killing us. And I'm not trying to be melodramatic because we start to own these ailments. We take them on as just naturally part of who we are as a people or as a family. We say, you know, this is something that my my whole entire family had to deal with. Everybody in my family had diabetes. Everyone in my family had hypertension. And we're feeling the effects of this because of a lifestyle that was actually forced on us before we were even considered to to come to life, (laughs) you know, before we were even thought of or a speck in our parents' minds, this was a lifestyle that was created for us. And now we are owning it and we're gripping to it so tightly and almost afraid to let go of it because we think that by letting go of the, the parts that are not as healthy for us, we're also going to be letting go of our ancestry, our history. And we can still honor our ancestors without, um, you know, holding on to some of those things that might be a little bit self-sabotaging or harmful for our future. Now, there's some statistics, right? So medically, as Black people, we do experience more medical issues than our white counterparts. Here's some stats. Black Americans between the ages of 35 and 64 are 50% more likely to have high blood pressure than their white counterparts. 18% of adults over the age of 18 are in poor health. 18% of the whole. That is a lot of people, okay? 38% of men and 55% of women are overweight. And if we want to talk about current events, we know that comorbidities made the impact of this pandemic even more deadly, right? Things like being overweight, things like having pre-existing conditions, and who are the people who are more likely to experience or have those pre-existing conditions? Black people, 
right? It's no surprise we were hit the hardest when it comes to people dying from this pandemic. But there's also social factors that impact this as well. Things like unemployment. We had a lot of that over the last two years. Not having access to adequate, consistent, and quality medical care. And we could honestly talk about that for a whole separate episode for an hour or more, you know, right? The, the distrust that the Black community has in the medical system. Then there's things like poverty and physical issues like obesity and, and inactivity that leads to obesity. And as opposed to me wallowing in the sadness that this has been our current experience, I wanted to do something about it. That's the one of the main reasons why I personally started my wellness journey. Like how can I speak on a topic without having tackled it head on myself? Not to mention, I was experiencing debilitating symptoms because of fibroids, which is something that 80% of black women experience. 80% of black women have fibroids. And that causes a downstream effect of a whole bunch of different issues that we otherwise wouldn't have to deal with. Things like infertility, things like cervical cancer, you know, and it makes me question, why are we experiencing this? Why do 80% of black women have fibroids? It was just too much for me. So I had to start learning. I had to start doing my own research so that I could support somebody that was in the space that I was in. Okay. I started first by educating myself and then I in turn could go ahead and start supporting other people with the information that I learned and the the actual experience that I had. My goal has always been to create a platform that educates and inspires people to take personal accountability so that they can then take massive action and, and honestly, take massive action against all odds stacked against us because we know that they already are. So let's take this opportunity this month, now moving forward, maybe, and, and it doesn't stop at 28 days, right? Like that that's the whole point of this conversation. Let's take this opportunity moving forward to challenge what we've always known to be our tradition or our culture and consider how can we begin to shift the tide and begin supporting generations of Black Americans to come. When I went on this journey of understanding why fibroids exist, how I can support my own health by changing my nutrition, there was a quote that I came across that said that when women decide to change their life, they change generations. We have an opportunity with our decisions right in this moment to make and create a different future for our children, our grandchildren, our great-grandchildren, just like we're currently experiencing the culture of our ancestors because all of that was passed down. We can decide to pass down new traditions, new information, new tools, new resources that will continue to allow our people to grow strong and move forward and be happy and be healthy and be successful because we're worth it. 
okay? Now, I may not be able to help everyone. You may not be able to help everyone, but we can start with ourselves and we can start with our immediate family members because I truly, truly do believe that when we know better, we will absolutely do better. I love you guys so much and I hope that this episode landed somewhere on your heart. I hope that it resonated with you. I hope that it maybe just mobilized you for just a second to do something a little bit differently, to think about things a little bit differently, to question why do we look at this as our culture even though we know that it is harmful for us. If there is any way that I can personally support you, please reach out to me on social media. I am at Simply Midspired Life. If this podcast supported you, then and you, and you feel called to go ahead, leave a review on Apple Podcast. If you're not already following the podcast, go ahead and do that right now. Do that. Um, but I'm going to be here every week. I love you guys so much. Talk to you soon.